Hello. Hello. Hold on a second. Riley, you going to say hello? All right. Just everybody's got to get their positions now, here. Now we're back. Now we're good. Um, so, what have we got today? Well, we, our usual, uh, ironically enough, going off of the routines, one of our little routines is that in the morning, we like to have coffee and chat. We do. And I think like we try to prioritize that. So even yeah. if you're going to move, you try to move. Like, not before. Yeah, before. Usually, because yeah. that's like a really good time for us to. Sometimes we don't have that much other time to sit down and just connect like that. The day can get yeah busy, and we really appreciate. I think for us, we're trying to appreciate like the days when we couldn't sit down and have a cup of coffee. Yeah, like coffee's kind of been our thing. So, yeah. one of the things that came up, I think it was yesterday. Maybe. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I would agree. We were talking about, um, we were scrolling, or I was having maybe a rough morning and going down the rabbit hole of like... I don't think there was any scrolling. I think it was... No, no, I guess we weren't. But we were talking about scrolling. We were talking about when you're on Instagram and when you hit the search and like how... Oh, right. Like when I go to my little search thing, all of a sudden now it's just even more crazy with... All I see is abs. Women. Abs. Yeah. Like, and it's not even like they're traditional like fitness models. They're just like what appears to be the average person who's now just like super fit doing like an Instagram famous person. I don't know. But what do you mean it's, the average person? I mean, it makes it look like, oh, it's, you know. So it's not I, like Giselle Bunchen, right? a picture of her right. on a magazine It's not cover. like someone you would expect, like, okay, this is actually a <clears throat> fitness model. It's mm-hmm. um, these homegrown people. But the point being, we got into a discussion about that. And we thought yeah. it was valuable to yeah. be on here. Yeah. I got to be honest. I feel like the fitness model landscape is like turning into a soft porn industry and what do you mean by that like how um there's a difference between being like okay so like games athletes Mm -hmm. it's like damn like they're super fit they're super lean they're doing a sport like they're doing clean jerks throwing samex whatever they look like some kind of greek gods and goddesses Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and i get it like that's okay that's sport yeah and then i understand like all right when you have a more commercial like shoot Mm-hmm. It, that's going to be different than like you in sport, right? A ga- a shot of someone, yeah, During you're, the so games. you're promoting whatever it might be. You're yeah. promoting this that. However, I think that the overwhelming majority, from what I see, mm-hmm. which I try not to see too much, is just like crazy, seductive, self-objectifying. Uh, really, really provocative shots where it's like, I mean, where's the end of this? At what point is it going to be like... Like a games athlete. We've seen a couple games athletes in their like underwear and I'm not even sure what the point of the post is. It's really just an excuse to be in your underwear. I just... I don't understand. I'm all for expression and acceptance, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm certainly not a prude when it comes to like, fuck it, I don't care. 
You want to be naked? Like, I don't really give a shit. Mm -hmm. The problem that I have with it is that it creates this... It creates, I think, it creates this really fucked up relationship with just what you have to do to Mm -hmm. be taken seriously. Like, you couldn't, like, why do you have to have no clothes on promoting CBD oil? Well, not to be taken seriously, but just to get the attention. I mean, we've done, we've done, I've, you know, it's a very objective thing. If I look through my Instagram, pictures where... I'm in a sports bra doing a workout. How many likes or views that gets Mm -hmm. versus a picture of my journal. Right, of course. Or me with clothes on. Yeah, I know. And that's like... Because it sells. And I get it. And I guess the thing is... And then we went sort of down this rabbit hole. But um, there's... I feel like there's an arms race for attention. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... The noise is so high right now. The 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 tactics are refined and just being blasted at people. And that is like sensitizing or desensitizing to like what is maybe real mm-hmm. or it's it's really violating trust and like, what do you mean by that? Violating trust? Like, all of the... I don't know. Maybe this is my own cynicism and my own insecurity being a small business owner of a r- online company. Mm-hmm. And so, and I've been very open about on this. Like, how do you promote and and also say, like, hey, I what I have has a shitload of value and there's a cost associated with it. Like, how do you sell in a way that you feel good about and all of that? Because let's be honest, like, if I don't, if we don't sell our value, our services, we cannot sustain our life. And so. Do you think if you were to take your shirt off, have some of the pictures, like you have pictures of you in training, Mm -hmm. like with shooting, like cool, cool guy pictures. From the military? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think if that was, do you think that sells more? Yeah. So do you think more people would now what's interesting is would the right people find your product? I don't know. But, but, but I don't but that but, but do you but the question is are you willing to do that? Like if I I the irony is so strange though, because like I could probably sell more women's things if I took off more of my clothes. And it's like, but it's talking about becoming more confident and acceptance. Right. So why am I gonna take off my clothes to get people who wanna be like it's just this Yeah. I think that sure, I could yeah, I could post all these crazy pictures that no one's ever seen before and all of this and all of that and look how cool I am and fucking all this. And it's like, but why? Mm-hmm. But 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 I also think that that doesn't... Like, I was actually thinking about putting a post up that has me behind a sniper rifle and all this crazy stuff. Being like, you shouldn't listen to me because of this picture. Right. Like, if you're listening to me because you what you see... You're wrong. Yeah. And and so, you know, and you know, the whole getting the likes thing, and I don't really care. I think that getting the emails, and I, you know, got one last week of like, hey, just want to send a thank you that you in between years have changed my life in a very, very real way. Right. And it's like, man. And then I, I, you know, anyway, so there's that, I guess when we were going to pull it back to like the fitness stuff. Yeah. There is a just a really toxic landscape 
that exists because of objectifying and judging based on appearance Mm -hmm. that's also being like there's just gasoline added to the fire which is uh well i don't know i guess whatever these sort of pictures are looking like and then the worst part is people think oh i need to do that i need to look like that and well, because you know, it looks like it's the norm. Everybody apparently looks like that. Well, if you don't look like a Greek goddess mm-hmm. or a Greek god or whatever, then like you must be doing something right. wrong. Right. Or like that's what the target should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're always less than. You're always less than. Yeah. And I think that when, you know, I don't know, I guess is it. So it's just like, okay, well, stop, stop being on instagram it's like Mm -hmm. yeah right for sure but you can also curate an instagram thing that can provide you amazing value there's some accounts out there that put out super informative things that's kind of what hope we hope to do and like really provide all bad no but what but the but the rush for attention yeah and to get your attention um and the game that's played in that whole system and that just programming i mean it is like brave new world stuff and i think we I, I won't put you in that category. Like I, I would be lying if I didn't say if I, like when I do a video or a selfie or whatever that I don't consider like, what do I look like? Like, and I've put up videos, uh, you know, I put one up today or whatever, where I didn't edit it. I didn't do anything. I just talked into it when I posted it. I was like, Hey, but, but there is that thought, like there's that awareness. So we're, I feel like most people are susceptible to like that awareness like i'm putting myself out there do i look okay yeah i mean i guess it's just like the 21st century social media landscape of advertisement Mm -hmm. and i i just but the difference is advertisement used to be in its own category like advertisement was a industry an industry and there were models and there's specific people and they manipulate things and it was contained Mm-hmm. Now advertisement is it's like applied to every home, every person in every single scenario. Everybody's their own model, their own art director, their own filters, like all these things. And that's where it's like so strange. And so I think um yeah, looking at Instagram as an example when you see all those people and then you know, do they really look like that? I mean, we've talked about this before. Who who knows and who cares um but it is manipulative people have no idea what they're looking at right you know and i think that that's just the thing and where i also am concerned about people's mental health is that one you don't know what you're looking at there's i've posted pictures where i'm sure it's like oh man people might think oh you got your shit together it's like no no no, i've been in a fucking hole Mm -hmm. and but you didn't but you didn't know that Right. You know, because maybe I was like, okay, whatever. But then um, I think the other side to it is this, the violation of the trust where it's like, right, I'm just being fucking sold to all the time. So as somebody who's trying to navigate this landscape with integrity by delivering value in a way that also is mutually beneficial, mm-hmm. what the fuck do you do? Right. If the people that you're trying to reach are just being prodded and mm-hmm. prodded and sold to and violated the trust. Yeah, because the people that have the funds mm-hmm. and the companies that do that 
spend for you know 40 grand a, a month right. on the ads which you, you you go on youtube you search for how do i become a better cook you get some ad that's whatever person famous person telling you and then all of a sudden you go on instagram and oh there it is so like you can't escape mm-hmm. you're in this you're in the matrix of it all and so that breaks the system the cynicism of being closed off of fuck that you're what you're telling me is too good to be true mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm tired of being sold to i don't want it this and that and this and and for me it's like that's sad but don't you think there's also i don't know if cynicism is the right word but even when people are trying to tell you their truth like i am struggling or whatever it's uh, you still almost read it like it's a ploy there's always an angle. Right. Yeah, I know. And so it's like, how do you cultivate authenticity? Be honest, because there's always that like w- people waiting for like, so you're telling me this and then what do you want? Yeah. What are you, or, yeah what's the hook? Or sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're struggling. I bet. I mean, I think people probably look at your stuff and have a hard time believing like, are you really struggling? You know, um, or same with me or same with I, I follow people who are very honest about their struggles, but they still look amazing. They look like they have their shit together and that's on me. But because of all that, it's hard to buy in. Yeah, you always have your like, it's impossible to not judge. And this was one of the things that I wrote wrote about in the journal guide. Um, the, the guide the three, to journaling. The three rules. Yeah, and one of them was not judging. We talked about it on the Between the Years call, mm-hmm. which is which was timely. The difference between judging and evaluating. Mm-hmm. And like... What is the difference? Yeah, so when you're evaluating, you're assessing a, a performance, an external thing, an action. Hey, you know, how well did this person execute this task? So like in sports, someone's trying out, you're evaluating yeah. how their well, ability. How, how well... Does this per- let's say soccer? Yeah. How well is how good is this person's first touch? Mm-hmm. Meaning, when the ball first comes to them, does it bounce off their foot like a brick wall, mm-hmm. or does it? Or do they catch it like a net? And like, mm-hmm. oh man, the guy's got Velcro on. How fast are they? How whatever, whatever. Right. The judgment would be like, is this person a good human being, or that person's first touch is like not good? They're a shit bag. Right. And for CrossFit coaches, that's where you know when I remember when I would like work level ones and talk to people and in the gym is with, you know, obviously with our coaches who are, you know, light years ahead of a new coach doing mm-hmm. a long time. And it's like, you can't judge the character of somebody because they mute their fucking hip on a push right, press. Right. right. Cause they don't still understand what, yeah. Cause they just don't get it. Now yeah. I get it. If it's like, yeah, but what about that person who shaves reps and range of motion? Yeah, I get it. There's going to be those people, of course. Mm-hmm. Do they even know? Right. Like, we, we kicked the guy off of my ODA, and it took so much. He almost, Like, there was, the dude was a threat mm-hmm. to us. <laughs> and it was like, well, what did you do to get him better? Mm-hmm. Versus just passing the buck to the next team. So, evaluating somebody's kettlebell swing was being like, hey, I think we can keep our back flatter extend our legs more be a bit more aggressive not squat as much whatever right versus being versus like this person like, doesn't want to get better can you believe it trying. you know can yeah, you fucking believe it this person like what an asshole what a shit bag i've told them many times and it's right. like 
that's that's the two are totally unrelated they're, they're completely yeah. unrelated yeah. and so and so your point in the between the ears stuff and with the journaling is we do that to ourselves well yeah, yeah we're like way more than other people way more if, yeah. and if it's just like look evaluate your actions yes don't judge your character based on it because mm-hmm. it's, it's the it's the wrong way now if you want to go like the active mindset it would be yes have your character drive your action mm-hmm. but then it's like you can't then that's what you're that's what you're anchoring to mm-hmm. because if the action and if the task if it fails from like a i didn't have a good first touch or my kettlebell swing yeah. sucked if we're just going with that but it was a representation, a display of who you are and your character and what you believe, your inner beliefs. Then, you, then, then how? Then there's no failure in that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just like, hey, maybe we can get a little bit better. So, right, and that's where, you know, in fitness, and and we just ironically had a call, and we're talking about kind of movement as an expression, and obviously that's between the ears, and this isn't a it's not you you know it's 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 something that exists in not just your opinion or someone else's opinion or something you guys created but like it's phys- physiology like mm-hmm. the, the the body and the nervous system and all these things so mm-hmm. just to like that that making your movements about trying to come from a place of like yeah maybe the maybe you're not going to lock out in your push press because that's not maybe what you're expressing that day does that is that lockout gonna be what's driving your fitness for that day you know so like that same notion of the task sure you could lock out every single shoulder press Mm -hmm. but have like a shitty workout and like what was the point of that workout because it wasn't really an expression of everything so which is the really the important thing and then you're going to judge that person because they didn't lock out their arm it's like it's kind of a yeah a loop so yeah well and then i think what we were talking about yesterday was just having a fitness disorder right so then that's the other so that kind of went into sorry if that was a long-winded way to get to wow really you're gonna do that huh uh, everyone making, heard that. You've been making all kinds of noises, eating. Yeah, but not into a recorded podcast. You slurped once. Anyway, so yes. So we like about the whole, your relationship to your, fitness. yeah, your relationship to fitness and what that does and drives it. And, and, you know, you had said, you coined it like having a fitness disorder, mm-hmm. you know, eating disorder, gambling, like all of these vices, a all of these things. relationship with whatever yeah. it is. And so I think unfortunately so what is the fitness disorder what does that breed i mean having the objective be to look a certain way and then you miss the entire process because all you're thinking is did this get me there my interpretation of a fitness disorder Mm -hmm. would be something that is right off the bat unhealthy body and mind okay um with the blow to the mind being more serious Mm -hmm. you know blow to the body might be overtraining might be right probably if you're doing fitness you're you're at least being healthy you're not like yeah physically but then there could be like you look at then okay what you're you know eating habits or Mm -hmm. if if you're going to do drugs and stuff like that yeah but you know there's there's certainly like the physical thing but the but the mental and emotional component of it is far more detrimental 
And what's scary about it, again, going back to the where we started talking about it, is you don't see that. You mm-hmm. see this well sculpted, yeah. smiling package, and you don't see the the mm-hmm. the bars that they live their life from behind. Well, and and I think, and I don't like doing like the name thing, even though it was public. One of one of the games athletes who's who'd been in the games as an individual and a team. Um, one of the best teams, um, after she stopped competing, she had quite a bit of posts about Mm -hmm. accepting herself outside of that. And while that's at the highest level for sure, you know, okay, you are a games athlete. I think there are a lot of people that experience that without even being a games athlete, just their relationship to fitness is, is so much about the objective and who they are that that's the disorder for sure. Um, and so then you see the happy pictures of that athlete super lean or winning the, the CrossFit games or whatever these things are. And many of them don't express that openly, like, hey, here, these are my struggles. Um, but even Julie Fouché on our yeah. call was talking about, like, the mental gymnastics about everything you're eating and is this going to help me or blah, blah, blah. And... Sure, that's a professional athlete, but there's a lot of normal everyday people and fitness is supposed to be this vehicle to improve your life who are putting themselves in a prison because of what they think they should be. Right. Yeah, and I think I think when it's <clears throat> the, the, the uh, like having a fitness disorder, I think a lot of it I I would always trace it back to like just not really having an an internally generated reason that's that's like personal if it's Mm -hmm. like here's what i would say most people Mm -hmm. in my experience as coaching co-owning a gym having a lot of friends and people who have you know being in crossfit for however many over a decade what has happened recently has been people doing things, people doing more workouts, not because they want to get fitter, mm-hmm. not because it's something that they are really actually getting value from. Mm-hmm. It's kind of this like it's fucked cause... up game mm-hmm. and this story that I'm being like someone else or if I this do addiction. this, I'm like that. To, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's Or is, an addiction. Yeah. For yeah, sure. for sure an addiction. For for right. sure an addiction. I mean, without I mean, and I experienced this too without movement in a day. Movement can be great and it's a positive, but if I can't go a day without if, you know, doing some kind of movement and that changes my whole mood, I don't know that that's workouts, really great. Like like workouts should not say who you are just because you did four workouts in a day mm-hmm. doesn't mean you are filling well, the like blank. you said it's not a game where there's you're accumulating widgets to 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 equal this if i do this then that means i'm that yeah and, and if and if you take something away and you can't live like and if you go crazy because it's like well who am i without it we yeah. have to examine that yeah like, you really have to examine that. Now, 
Right. That's the definition of an addiction. Well, sure. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, this whole quarantine thing, I think, has also been uh, probably eye-opening for many folks with their relationship to fitness. And look, obviously, fitness is an amazing thing. And we have gyms and train people. Like, that's... And it's a... I feel ridiculous even having to defend the value of fitness. But it's also a very, very potent thing Mm -hmm. that has chemical responses that drive also how you experience life. Mm -hmm. And we have to look at that. And yeah, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of disordered thinking when it comes to, I'm just going to do another workout or I'm going to do this or, you know, oh, the gym is my therapy. It's fucking not your therapy. It's the exact opposite from a therapeutic standpoint. Now, you can feel better, but you can feel better shooting heroin as well. Yeah, but I think there is a connection there, like we talked about, with you can have an expression, and you and I have had great workouts where it is an expression, or it can be like, okay, I'm going to really get after this thing, or I'm going to go out for a long run and allow myself to think, or there can be tie-ins to, it's not this like separate entity that exists. Of course not. Um, and and obviously nothing is like what I'm saying is not like black or white. It's like mm-hmm. if you have you have to go to therapy, not gym, like that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if it's leaned on mm-hmm. to be more than what it really is, right? Like if you're saying fitness is my therapy, right? Now it's and that's that how you're overcoming yeah. something. Then 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 I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. I really am. But it's. That is a very, very slippery slope, okay. and you are running the gauntlet. Maybe you got to the other side. Because when you get out of it, and I'll now be the it's first one to tell you, and and I'll be the first one to say, like, yeah, forever. Fitness and movement in the gym and and working out and training and all of that—that that was how I built my identity. Mm-hmm. And guess what? <laughs> that comes to that that like you come you get to the end of the road at some point mm-hmm. because it if it distracts you from truly who you are. Then right. it's not Without serving it, you. If you're not you, then then what? Right. Yeah. And so that's, I guess, the thing. And of and and of, and of course, like having a staying physically fit, doing things you enjoy doing, challenge and and adversity and 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 all of that is, you know, great learning lessons. And the gym provides a proving ground for life. And 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 I and I know 100 percent that. But, but you're saying just as a but a disorder, right? It's like saying like, well, you have an eating disorder, so don't eat like, or, or, you know, the eating thing, you know what I mean? Like, right. You can, you can, yeah, you can enjoy having a cake or ice cream here and there. That doesn't mean you're a sugar addict. Exactly. It's, it's the difference of, yeah, you're, and I think that's where to, to kind of go back to what we're saying is the image that's portrayed is look at these happy people who are working out all the time. Like this is filling them up. This is like, Look at how great everything is for them. Look at how great they look. Look how casual their relationship is with, you know, I was saying to you the other day, what really like for me personally in the space of like women, what bothers me or I think is such a lie is the, um, is the, the notion that like, it's not only like these fitness models. So they look amazing. They've got lean, their abs, they're working out. But then they're also like so lackadaisically enjoying like a burger 
uh-huh. or ice cream or like they're just so life is just so breezy for them they look great they're not hung up about their nutrition they're just like loving life and then that creates and people are like oh i shouldn't be i shouldn't meanwhile like you don't know they're eating or what they're doing or how their relationship is but it sets up this unrealistic precedence like okay now i should look amazing have always want to work out love you know fitness and be very relaxed about my food and not get hung up about it and it's just like it really like on so many levels just beats people down in terms of like what they should or what the the norm is yeah um yeah, I and I think that, you know, I, I kind of want to make it clear that, like, I'm not criticizing people who work out multiple times a day mm-hmm. and train hard and have ambitious goals and like the process and the training and journey. I, I get all of that. I've That's been my entire life. I, yeah. I understand it. What I'm encouraging people to do is just to reexamine some of the drivers behind what they're doing, mm-hmm. not just look at what I'm doing. Right. Like how and why. Right. Those are going to be more important than what? Right. And certainly more important than how much. And so, for example, if you're doing a race, and I think there's there's a lot of value to saying like, hey, I'm going to do maybe a race or I'm going to do a workout or a competition or some sort of, some sort of experience that you're going to sort of step into the arena for mm-hmm. and train for and have that process. Yeah, I advocate for that. I think that's great. And you're going to learn everything you've ever learned right. before you get to the start point. But if you're just going for a time, but everything is just about like, I'm going to beat or beat this yeah, person I'm or training I'd, with. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah or like, like, and, and there's loss. somebody who, um, there's, 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 you know, one of, one of my clients in between the ears right now was training for a fucking giant race. Mm-hmm. It didn't end the way he wanted it to. Mm-hmm. But like. He's not a failure as a human being because of that. Right. And if it and if he did finish and squeaked by the finish line or whatever and didn't actually learn what he learned as a result of not finishing, mm-hmm. then I would submit that that's a bigger failure. Right. Well, that's the form over versus essence stuff too. Yeah. And so looking at... Like, take the time to reconnect with why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And the other thing in, in, that I think is really important is, like, when you find it and do connect to it, get ready because you're going to go better. You're going mm-hmm. gonna to reach another level. And that that's, again, for my thing, especially with mindset, like, getting back to that inner belief, I've done some crazy shit. Super challenging stuff. And it wasn't... And it was really because it was it was very, very personal. Mm-hmm. And and for what it was. Now, is that going to be every single day? Like, no, of course not. So, but I think the thing you're saying too is, yeah, when you find that like real why you're doing it, it's so much stronger of a driver than this feeling of like I should. And as we've said, that's an inauthentic. Yeah, and I guess motivator. that's and I guess that's a good way to like really make it clear mm-hmm. of. You're right there. Yeah. Of if you're constantly saying you should go to the gym, you mm-hmm. should work out, you should go harder, you should eat better, you should. If you're constantly saying that, right? 
you have a fucking fitness disorder. I'm sorry. Like somebody needs to have that conversation with you. And I will be the person to say, Hey, why are you doing this? Like you should, I should have done this or I could have done this. Well, Mm -hmm. you didn't. Yeah. Like what's going on? Yeah. And, and I think that, well do you don't you think the shoulds in that case with fitness is because of the comparison to yeah everybody else and that's where we said like there can be such a power in the community and that's one of the as we've seen like the positives of like crossfit is like there is that community but it can also really if you're not anchored to your why and your how it can be a total distraction and you can get carried away with I mean, what does it matter? And I'm guilty. I I mean, and I can talk about this from my own experience. There's been times where I'm doing a workout that's what I think I need and you're doing something else. And because I do feel like I have that addiction to like that high Mm -hmm. and I see you like just drop from like a sled push or something really hard. I feel like I should, I should be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, but at least I know now to say like, okay, I recognize that. That's not, not correct. But like, but that's where that space of other people it's so important when you're training with other people to be able to know where you start and stop and other people, you know, without a doubt. And there's a spectrum because training with others is going to all your, most people mm-hmm. are going to be able to push harder right. because of other people. And there's so much value out of that, especially when it's, it's the time to push harder. Yeah. When it's time, when, when you, when you pushing harder is 180 degrees away from, honoring what you truly need mm-hmm. and listening to yourself and building that internal trust. Then that's yeah. where we get into problems. And so unfortunately, when we're always around people or we have things to compare ourselves to, if who you are is based off of your comparison to someone else, mm-hmm. then what happens when someone else gets removed? Then right. you no longer right. exist. Who are you? And yeah. that is the, that's the pitfall that like that's the pitfall really and that's the disorder where it's like well who the fuck am i and mm-hmm. and that can be sure that can be in fitness that's in veteran transitions yeah. yeah um people that have worked year decades at a job and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they get fired and it's like well who am like what what am i going to do or who am i or you know and it's like mm-hmm. yeah cuz that has consumed so much of your identity and if you get on that train of not connecting with who you are continually, not maybe every day, but like, but, but you have to check in continually. Yeah. Understanding you are going to change. That's, that's like, that's, that's a rough one. And I look, I mean, and I've been there before as well. Like I should do this. I should do that. I didn't do enough. The comparison, the should, the enough, the scarcity, all of it. Mm Mm-hmm. But like, if you don't, if you, if you don't think you have, if you don't think you're ever giving it enough mm-hmm. or doing the right thing, right. you're always falling short. Yeah. Then like, we have to look at right. like, what, what is happening? Because it's also like, so if you're always like, nah, I didn't, whatever that target is and you're always falling short of it, you, you just need to, your target is not about you. You need to shift the target over, you know? I mean, it seems obvious, but. Like you're shooting for something that is just not within maybe your capability right now 
Do you know what I mean? If it's based on somebody else and it's also like a self-deprecating thing, why would you want to always keep feeling like, of course, there's some days where like, oh man, you know, I was really hoping for this and I, I didn't quite do that. And that gets into like your best effort and all that stuff. But if your target is someone else and that's where looking at other people or setting that goal, that's where when we talk about data, it's such a trap. So it's like, what does it matter if I say you 10 rounds is what you should get? Now there's obviously like, the discussion of stimulus and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. now you kind of like set this arbitrary number and every time i come to the gym i never quite make the the right numbers i'm always bad i'm always failing at it it's like yeah how is that healthy you know and that's where it's like removing that data because it doesn't really matter eight rounds nine rounds ten rounds right and and being able to achieve i mean that's where you know some of the people we used to have that modified class that was only it was for people who maybe from an injury or maybe they were um, a little bit older but like the workout was already pre-modified and and I always found it like so interesting that like that mattered to them because they didn't have to scale down they were doing what was already established yeah and I can get that, but yeah. I also think like that's where there's that learning opportunity to say like it doesn't really matter. But it's that's all made up. Right. But that's also where the psychological like we can the psychology of it all. Yeah. It's a game. Yeah. And if if we come and we say, I'm scaling that workout down, therefore I'm less than. Mm-hmm. Like we're not we're using an external thing to an external validation to, to tell us who we are. And that's just not, that's just not, that's not the truth in my mind. Capital T. Yeah. If you're like, if someone comes in and they're like, Hey, my hamstrings feel like they're going to snap. Cause I did stiff legged deadlifts mm-hmm. the other day. And it's a box jump kettlebell swing workout. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, my hamstrings feel like they're gonna snap. They're gonna snap. Would you mind if I maybe bike and do push-ups? That person should be celebrated. Or if they're like, "Hey, can I just do step-ups? I want to kind of like this is what this mm-hmm. is what I've got going on. This is what I'm gonna do." Like that. Do that you person think gets that it. Is actually celebrated? Do you think that's allowed? Or well, I can't speak for any other gym. Yeah, I've heard horror stories. Mm-hmm. I've absolutely heard horror stories. Yeah. And that's where I think it's just for people to be aware. And that's, I think the, one of the positives is people love their gym. They love their communities, but not to be afraid to, you're the, you're in charge of you, not a coach. No coach is their support and guide. That's it. And I think that like, there's the fine line too, between, okay, just tell me what to do. Like, cause I get mm-hmm. that. And I want some of that too. Right, like, right. just fucking tell me what to right. do. I'm tired of making up my own decisions. Right. Needing guidance. Yeah. Needing guidance. And like, Hey, I don't know this. I don't study the body. I don't, right. I wasn't an athlete. Like, so of course there's like, Hey, yep, do this. And then there's always the time of like somebody that's really doesn't know. And it's just like, look, just do this. Mm-hmm. Like, and I get that. But, but still like, I think that there's a room I think there's room to serve and follow up with those people and be like, hey, just to let you know. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for doing that. Here's here's why. Yeah. And this is why it's a good thing. You know, from like a coach's standpoint. Um, 
And I think it's the same with nutrition. I mean, and obviously like that's also in the Instagram world of, you know, that's one of the other major things, but, um, yeah, that's, and we've talked about this too, but like the game of the numbers and this arbitrary, this like made up, you know, I've talked about like breaking the streak. Yeah. You know, and like the comparison and -and so-and-so doesn't eat ice cream or they don't eat sugar and all of that. And and you don't know anything about. Yeah. And I guess it's like the way I'm just sort of visualizing it is always going to, and I think maybe we said this on the last one or the one before or Mm -hmm. whatever, but like, what are you so afraid that not doing something is going to say about you? Mm Mm-hmm. That perhaps you don't have the voice, the active voice within yourself to really say who you are, which would, which would override and and Mm -hmm. overcome that non-action. And so I I just think that with the disorders, with the fitness disorder, uh, it's... Yeah, it's a false, I mean, in all, me doing a workout, me not doing a workout, um, then the voice is like, I'm lazy, I'm, or I need this workout to feel better, to, to like, just feel good today. And that's, a, that's even almost worse than saying like, you're lazy. Cause you can look at, no, like these, these objective things I do. So I don't think I'm lazy rationally. And I think we talked about this, but when you really feel like, no, I need this to like function, that's kind of a bigger problem. Um, or the food, I mean, like, oh, I, I, if I, if I, and I think this is a huge one, especially for women, like if I have this ice cream, I'm, I've lost control. I'm not in control anymore. Mm. And like, really? Like, is that, does that ice cream or that decision to have one bowl of ice cream a week really reflect that you have no control over your life? And then the opposite, like the false sense of control because you didn't have ice cream. That doesn't mean that you have control over your life either. Just because you've turned down dessert for 21 days man yeah that's a i mean i think that's a deep one yeah (laughs) i feel like you just told me that i fucked up well you i've stumped you no i I agree i'm just saying the the um yeah like we put up these we, 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 we create these rules. Yes. Okay. We create these rules. I feel like that's a podcast. The, the made up rules. Yeah. And they're completely made up. And we buy into them as absolute truth. And then we assign them value. For example, mm-hmm. I didn't eat ice cream for 21 days in a row. Mm-hmm. that same person and i i don't know maybe i'll just be the bad guy in this one you still probably hate your body right me not eating the ice cream didn't wasn't like for those 21 days i was looking at myself every day thinking like yes you right. are amazing right there was a still a problem right people that train they're not good enough after doing 10 workouts they're not good enough day. they're not good enough yeah. They're still weak. Right. People right. that, whatever, financial stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's they don't a, have enough. It's like, a never ending. Like that's pull. the thing. It's yeah. like you're, 
the disorder is that you as a human being, there's conflict. And I think that one of my passions and talents is to work with people to build that inner strength so that they can find that inner peace. And that's where it comes from. And I get it. That can sound really woo-woo and ugh. Another right, like, it can sound cliche, but it yeah, is but really in the truest Yeah, but the saddest thing, essence. but, but yeah. right. But like, and I guess the thing is, is like, well, do you want to be at fucking war with yourself the rest mm-hmm. of your life? That's right. no place to live. You're That's, I'm sorry, unless you're actually at war, survival is not, should not be the gold standard. Well, but the other thing is, I think what's interesting about the inner strength, I, you know, and looking at it like, it's a lie that like if for me to say like, no, I, and that's where it gets into the like men, mental toughness. Mm-hmm. No, but I have inner strength because I have, I'm a mentally tough person and I will work out two days, yeah. two times a day for 10 days in a row and not eat a ounce of sugar. Yes. I am yeah, you're mentally m- tough and I have inner strength. Right. But at the same time, it's like, no, I'm yeah. a mess. I, don't like how I look. My workouts are never good enough. Yeah. I never am satisfied. So yeah. it's like, so inner strength is really like irrelevant of the situation. If I couldn't work out for a week, if there was a birthday party and I decided to enjoy having ice cream, like, do I still have self-acceptance? Like, and that's kind of a, a surface kind of thing, but inner strength being irrelevant of when all things are going the right way or some external thing. That's inner strength, not like I did 10 workouts in a day. I've got mental I think inner strength, strength is, is having a real connection and a true belief into who you are. And then what's inner peace? The ability to just onboard that and be in acceptance of it? Yeah, inner peace would not would not be defeating yourself would not be telling yourself you're not enough would not be you know the 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 self-judgment the 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 shame like um it's not absent of negative negativity Mm -hmm. but it's not being at war with yourself that constant and turmoil i think is yeah and i think people experience that in all kinds of things their job i'm not good enough with my job or whatever those things are but i think if you ask most people yeah, the sound of like coming to term, like not being at odds with yourself. I mean, that's well, what more I, could we want? Yeah. And the whole mental toughness thing. So if if you were to come to me and say, no, and I would be like, hey, do you think you're mentally tough? Mm-hmm. And you were to say, yeah. And I would say, okay, well, why do you think that? And you'd be like, well, I've worked out twice a day. Mm-hmm taking rest days here or there for a full year. Mm-hmm. I have had no added sugar. Mm-hmm. haven't had a ch- single cheat meal. For all intents and purposes, I've been dialed in and like perfection. Mm-hmm. I would make you pound fucking ice cream right. and cookies and <laughs> not, not work, work out. out. Yeah. Then show me how mentally tough right. you are. And that's what I mean. Like irrelevant of this situation. Like it's easy to be it's easy when those things are what you want to do and you need them for your disorder. Right. 
it's when it's like e but this is going to call into question like who i am as a person now because i'm going to eat sugar which has nothing to do with that like, yeah so and can you still do that and be accepting of yourself right because i think toughness. that the toughness comes about with adversity mm-hmm. and so being an inner thing and i think that's like my whole my whole issue with the mental toughness is that it's 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 validated through external action and it's of course actions are what we see but from where is that Mm -hmm. action coming yeah because if you come and i'm like wow you're you know and and yes in assessing you you're like eyes are wide open your jaws clenched you don't let me finish a sentence you have an answer for everything the thought of i don't know has literally never crossed your mind you're talking about me what <laughs> it's like okay like wound super tight mm-hmm. hold like you're white knuckling yeah. everything um there's some inner turmoil going on and it's not to say that i'm gonna go unglue that and like shake it up and be like ah see i proved yeah. to you like it's not that no, it's, it's just, just saying like and and you might be able to say like all right great yeah and and be okay with it and if you say this is great. This is the best ice cream I've ever had and feels nice not to work from the gym and I'm good. Like, yes, then yeah. you showed me your mental stuff. It's right. not to say that if you eat the ice cream and you don't work out, then yeah. you're going to fucking crumble. It's like, it's... it's like, just let's just look at it from where is the source coming right. from? And that's what, to, to the disorder, typically we see that in our group. Sure, people can have disorders with other things, but fitness and food, that's kind of where that disorder stems from and that wrong association with being tough and so then when you have an injury or when people stop you know competing like all these people they're like wow they're so tough and then that gets pulled and they've got nothing and they're a lifeless shell it's like okay that's those two things it can people there are plenty of i'm sure games athletes or people i mean i would say like julie fouché great example she had that injury and like I remember her, how she conducted herself. I mean, obviously, it's really disappointed. But she wasn't like a shell of a human right. after that. Right. I would submit like, yes, she's an athlete who probably has, I hate that word, but like mental toughness, yeah, was yeah, able yeah. to apply that to become to her athleticism, but was not a barren wasteland. Well, you're not that. saying, but right. And for sure. And it wasn't, she, in my mind, and so the, the image I just now screams to mind or comes to the service with julie is handstand walking like a fucking Mm -hmm. olympic gymnast with a goddamn boot on right it wasn't that in in my mind the mental toughness was not that she did that shit unbroken Mm -hmm. was that she how she handled herself with 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 grace and and pure emotion to actually step up and mm-hmm. and start and say, I'm going to kick up. And, you know, look, she might not. It wasn't the right. task completion, the end result, yeah, the finality of it. It. Yeah. it was who she expressed as, like, that was who she truly was. And it's like, that's the authenticity element. It might mean that you win with this yeah. crazy injury. It, it's not like, th- that is very well the thing. You might succeed. That's great. Right. You're it's not, not like you always have to fall short. No, of yeah. course not. Um and yeah, like that's been a major challenge for me. A major fucking challenge. I went from being a green beret to not knowing what the fuck I'm going to do in life. Yeah. I get it. I like, I understand it. 
And to this day, I still struggle. Last night, yesterday, I had like, I got really overwhelmed with some business stuff. And I was like, and then of course, you know, where you go, there's that inner conflict. And sure, some conflict can drive some stuff and stress drives adaptation, whatever. But like, I, I guess I feel really passionate about this because it is a hundred percent shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. with, with folks. Um, and you know, I think that I don't know more or less than anybody, but I do know that my experiences have been extremely, uh, I guess powerful or enlightening, mm-hmm. uh, and challenging and hard. And then it's like, okay, let me try to understand this and see some patterns or see some things and understand the body and the brain and all this. And, um, you know, and I had a buddy reach out and was like, yeah, man, when we stopped, we die. And it's like, does it have to be like that? Yeah. You know, I get it at a certain point, but like I'm 30, however, I don't even know how old I am. But that's another example. Yeah. yeah. That's another example of, I mean, sure, we start out time with fitness disorders, but I'm sure there's a, there's a military disorder, you know? I mean, that's the thing is like... It's a huge one. Right. So... There's a huge one. It's kind of identifying. I think that's the bigger thing, even if, you know, sure, some people might not have a fitness disorder, but looking at like, where's that disordered thinking? Where's the inner turmoil? And and it doesn't mean that we're broken. Like... The part, worst thing. You know, part of human existence is having the inner turmoil. I mean, that there is the... There is that in anybody that wants to grow or be better like i think that's inherent in yeah life. yeah but it's just trying to you know navigate it and learn from it and and yeah. not just kind of be paralyzed by it because a lot of people are so yeah so i guess for this next week mm-hmm. when you work out mm-hmm. little little assignment I thought you were making me eat ice cream and not work out for Sunday. I when are you? Do, I'm getting out of town. I'm going <laughs> on vacation when that happens. Can't go anywhere right now, so I can wait. go into the backyard and sleep under the bushes. Um, for the next week, before you work out, mm-hmm. check in with what you're thinking okay. and and how you're feeling. Why are you working out? And it doesn't have to be some thesis, right? Just like, yeah. and it might be like, yeah, I, I, I feel good. I want to, like, and, yeah. and hopefully you enjoy working out. After, you know, so you do the workout, mm-hmm. pay attention. Afterwards, you're going to journal about a cell, like you're going to celebrate something that you did mm-hmm. during the workout mm-hmm. that was like a win or that was that you're proud of or kind of in line with why you were doing it yeah or in line yeah. with why you're doing it but again trying not to get into the trap of i'm really proud that i did yeah. 10 unbroken yeah. pull-ups yeah. like no one cares right or i didn't put the kettlebell down that might be the case mm-hmm. right if the energy behind it if the intention behind it was i wanted to see how i performed and when i hit that point of doubt or struggle I, I checked in with it with myself. I was like, okay, you know, be you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. You know, but find something that you're proud of from a place within yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That came up. 
Yeah. And do that every single workout. And uh, like a little bit of a teacher's hint kind of thing. If it's always because you you performed the right, reps, I got it in this much time, or the data, yeah. or that. Something to look at. Yeah, and that was go back like, and do it again. The last thing is, this morning I did a workout, and really didn't like think too much about it. Wanted to work out, wasn't putting so much weight into like, what am I gonna do? Should it be this? Should it be that? And like just did it, and there wasn't a lot of like, um, it wasn't my workout. There wasn't a lot of clarity, and like it was just very like this many rounds of this and this and so it was up to me to interpret like how much weight and how to do this and there was kettlebell swings in it and one of the things for me has been and it is sort of an external thing but but like you're saying where it's coming from is internal like I started doing swings overhead with a lightweight and I'm like you know what this isn't really that's gonna just be me like surviving this thing and just blowing up my breathing I was like I'm gonna go with like a Russian swing which previously for me, like I never even did that because it didn't feel like enough work or it wasn't the right thing. It was thing. the easy it was, one. It was, it was easy. the easier yeah. reversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like moved to that and I'd already done one round. It wasn't like I had to start over. Like the made up rules. Like in the past, I would have been like, you already started. You so you were going to do 10 out. rounds. I was going to do 10 rounds. Uh-huh. And I start out thinking, okay, it's a full on swing overhead with one poot. Yep. I did one round. And I'm like, I don't think one that's... One poot? What were you thinking? Weak? That's the regular 20 swings. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My God. Well, I mean, let me tell Put my Put them claws thing. back. Anyway, 10 rounds of 20 swings. So uh-huh. I was thinking, okay, light kettlebell overhead. Sure. Did one round and was like, that's not really... Like, that gut feeling of like, that's not... I feel like if I continue that, it's just going to be checking boxes. Why? What do you mean by that? Yeah, though? just like I'm surviving. I'm holding on to it. I'm broken for 20 swings overhead. My heart rate's super high. I'm just kind of throwing it up there. And I was like, I feel like doing a heavier swing, but like Russian from a physical standpoint, like I get more out of like my hamstrings, my glutes, like, mm-hmm. and I can like control my breathing a little bit and mm-hmm. be aggressive and whatever. And so I switched over in round two. Wow. Okay. Yep. So two things there. One, yeah, in the are... past, I really would have like started over because it doesn't count. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two, yeah you're right. Yeah. I would have been like, is that okay? Am I allowed? And it was like, who fucking cares? According to who? Like I can make my own rules, my own experience up because of what I would like to get out of this moving today. So while it was kind of an external thing about where the kettlebell ended up, it was coming from a place of like... There wasn't that pressure of like doing it the right way, you know, it was more about just what was I looking to get out of moving today and seeking that out. What? Why are you laughing and smiling? I'm smiling. Yeah, but you don't, you, you, you hear, do you see a pattern where you'll like smile sometimes when I say something and then I say, why are you laughing or smiling? And you say, I'm smiling. I see you're smiling, but there's like. It's not like a smile like... Okay, you want, to know the, you want to know the truth? Yes. I'm smiling because I feel like that's very relatable to a lot of people. And it it is a honesty that I appreciate and I hope is not... It's like, like it's easy to, I think, joke about it like and say, like, you're fucking crazy, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, I've been there before. Where it's like, you know, you have, you have false start of the clock or whatever. 
or there's these things and it's it is a it's just a great example of like what like we're missing the point yeah yeah and so i'm smiling because i don't know like in the well i do know in the past yeah you wouldn't have just been like okay this is what i'm doing now Mm -hmm. And do it. Same right. thing with like, here's the I ice cream. I would have said, I'm being lazy. I'm trying to do less. I would have made it something personal. Yeah, it would have been like, it would have been this whole this whole crazy thing. And like, it might sound ridiculous that we actually care this much about working out. But the workout is just like the canvas that we paint, that we show, yeah. our, that we paint ourselves upon. So I'm I'm proud of you for recognizing that one, this was what you sort of needed or this was the state or the intention. You kind of connected to what you needed. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for not penalizing yourself with the bullshit made up rules and and sharing that. And so, you know, Thanks. that's that's why I'm smiling. All right. I'll take what it. was the workout? Ten rounds. Five sandbag cleans. Not over the shoulder, but like... Just power clean? Muscle power clean, clean which... Don't just good. tell me what's what's the workout. Just say what the workout. Ten was. rounds. Uh huh. Five sandbag power cleans. Uh huh. Twenty kettlebell swings. It actually said five sandbag cleans, twenty swings, and similarly with the cleans, I was like, I always go over the shoulder. Yeah. It's kind of annoying to have to like control it up and stop it at the rack, and then I'm like, okay, but I would like to get that like get the movement. I kind of get it done when it's over the shoulder and I have to like think about it a little more if it's like to the rack. So it was like, all right, I'm going to do it that way and be present. Yeah. And so it was good. I Ten like, rounds was a I like, lot. I like, um, I like sandbag cleans, like a power, more mm-hmm. of like a muscle clean, frankly. Yeah. Than over the shoulder. Yeah. I think so they're, they're good. Nice. Alrighty. Okay. So there's your homework. Ten rounds. I mean, not my homework. I did it. Yeah, but you have to do it now again, <laughs> except not fuck up the first round. <laughs> I'm gonna go do it again now because. <laughs> well, I mean, you literally did a workout three times in one day before, so I know, and that, and I did. That's I was like really, talk about disordered. I mean, yeah, and I was really honest. I laid on my back after I did it the second time or third time, and said out loud to myself in the garage, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. Now it wasn't a super destructive workout. Right. I don't think I have calves, actually, because I don't know how they weren't sore. But what's funny about that, and this is, I think we should just stop it and we talk offline about it because it'll go on forever. But I don't know if that was really about the task. What do you mean? Like, you know, I did that one workout. I, I, uh, my shoelace came untied, so I had to lose my shoe in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was kind of annoying, like. It was sort of this annoying external thing that like got in the way of me wanting to like do this workout. So mm-hmm. then the second time I did it and I fucked up the numbers. Yeah. And it was one of those workouts like that we were submitting for whatever. And yeah. I guess it just kind of bothered me more internally. Like, and am I saying I'm that, okay, I want to do hard workouts, but I'm not going to do a five minute workout again. So I don't know. I don't think it's always that cut and dry. But yes, I think that was more on my crazy yeah. side. Like why it had to mean so much. Like it, I think where it took a turn was I was really going to have a hard time letting it go. And like that's weird. Like 
Like right. I should have been able to say like, yeah, I could see how that, but for now I'm just going to go with the first score. My shoe came untied, whatever. And I, it was like, I was making it about something bigger about myself and it was just a workout. Right. Yeah. 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 So. I, um, I've only redone one CrossFit open workout don't care. ever. Well, that's true. I care so much that I don't care. And it was, yeah, I don't know, four years ago now at this point. Mm-hmm. It was the year of the dumbbells. Yeah, the dumbbell lunge. With the lunges. And I was kind of surprised. And then you kind of well, hurt yourself. Well, I thought, what? I think. I thought I it was like a 16-minute yeah. workout. That's why maybe. I didn't do better at that Can CrossFit competition. Can you just food let me finish Sorry. my story? <laughs> I think it was like a 16-minute workout. Lunges, maybe bar muscle-ups were in there, mm-hmm. or toe to bar. Toe to bar and bar muscle-up. Because uh, I just looked it up recently, yeah. It was a bunch of lunges, whatever. Yeah. And um, no, I don't think it was that one. Okay, there were lunges and toe to bar. There was lunges and I think maybe some sort of dumbbell clean situation anyway Anyway, i thought it was like 16 minute workout Uh and it was something where like if you didn't finish the lunges or whatever then like that rep didn't count and i looked up and i'm like it was like 15 you know 57 Uh and you quit and i quit with like three seconds left because i knew like it would have taken me you quit i did i did quit and i knew that it would have taken me like i wasn't going to get a single five foot increment Uh So, so I was like, what the fuck? So I picked up the I picked up the dumbbells and like kind of put the show on mm-hmm. of like, okay, at least I'm trying. But like, That's I wasn't really trying. Okay. And then I looked at the, I guess maybe the judge or whatever, the clock. I was like, what the fuck's happening? They're like, you still got two minutes. Go, go, go. Like, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. So finished the workout and was like, That's not. That's like no yeah. bueno. But that's what I mean. That was 45 about- minutes later, did it again. Yeah. And as I recall... What do you recall? There was a problem. There was a problem. I did it again because... We are because, way Yeah, I know. Whatever. But I, know I did, how you I, did it again. I did it again because... And I said to myself... But this is the thing about... The first one was mm-hmm. about the reps. Yeah. Which is, which is understandable it's in the a open. In, yeah. in the open. Yeah. I did it again. The second one saying, look, I'm going to be present... Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be who I am, who is somebody who, yeah, like, I'm not going to quit because I'm not going to get that extra little feet. Like, I want to be what I feel is an accurate representation of who I am, which is hardworking, like, hey, and you know what? You're going to fail sometimes. It's okay, but you're going to try. You're just not going to not try. So I did that workout again 45 Mm -hmm. minutes later and did more. Yeah. Not trying to do more. I also fucked my knee up. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> caught anyway, a little, caught that. a little ding. All right, that's enough. Um, that's it. That's fine. That's been a, okay. a long episode. If people are still listening, no. goodbye. <laughs>